Well, welcome to uh, another happy hour hangout. That's right. I have my trusty uh, coffee because we keep doing these early in the morn. At least for me, it's morning. Let's face it. That's not coffee. Look, it's 2022. We can be honest about what's in the mug. It's red wine at 10 (laughs) a.m. Everything's okay over here. I just got back from Europe where I was for 20 days, and uh, they drink a lot of tea over there. Mm. Mostly Mm. the UK was tea, coffee in the other places. But what was interesting about a place like Amsterdam is you go to coffee shops there to buy weed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I didn't buy any because I don't, I pass on grass. <laughs> um, I don't judge it or anything. I think it's cool. Do whatever you want as long as you're not hurting anybody. But personally for me, it doesn't, it doesn't agree with me. Right. Do you get anxious or what's the vibe? Not really. I'll tell you a funny story about the last time I did this. Okay. okay. And you'll understand why. Okay. So I'm more of like a casual drinker guy. I mm-hmm. like alcohol. And then I like to just go to bed and watch a Dave Matthews concert. I'm thinking about being on the bus because the bus is really where most of this plays out, right? right? I'm on a tour bus with a bunch of other knuckleheads. And it's sort of an occupational hazard. They just, they feed us booze, you know? They, every show we play, they just give us alcohol. And it's nice to wind down on the bus and watch a Prince video. Well, we had one of these guys who's like, as soon as he wakes he was uh, my guitar tech. As soon as he wakes up, smokes weed all day. But he's completely functional. I don't understand how these people do it. Because as you're about to hear, sometimes when I have partaken in weed, I go to another planet. Mm-hmm. I'm Clint, Clint's gone, and I need <laughs> and I need to have and I need to have a way out. Like I need to have a bed near me. Yeah. Like people who are like, dude, I'm gonna eat some mushrooms and uh, smoke some weed and go watch a uh, Radiohead. I'm like, that's <clears throat> Panic Attack City for oh, me, baby. Yeah. Totally. That's just a Panic Attack. So, and I know your story. I don't know if the episode's dropped yet, but I know your funny story. Or did we take it out? I don't. Do we take that no, story? No, I have out? a couple of funny stories. I don't know which one I told. So it was one about like you at a cabin and you had to have a friend come draw a force oh, field around you. That was that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, that's. I hope that's in. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so this guy, he's like, hey, I have. You know, would you like to partake? And I, I for some reason, like once a year, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Of course. Mm-hmm. But I always don't take into account that these guys who do it every day, all day, have like mega drugs. You know, it's like crazy yeah. stuff. This is kind of stuff that would get him high. So we go outside of the front of the bus and we do it. And I'm, I'd am i already been drinking a little bit, which is also not a great combination. But the yeah, drinking's what, why I thought it was a good idea in the first place. So it's, you can see the cycle that I'm yeah. talking about here. This is going well. So we're talking and I start lifting off into like mega outer space. Like things are not, like I can already feel like I have to go to bed immediately. <laughs> which is a bummer because, you know, everyone wanted to hang out for quite a long time. This, this is at like nine o'clock. And so he starts telling me a story very solemnly about about how his dad passed away oh no and how his deceased dad visits him as a ghost and they talk to each other now he and he's almost about to start crying and Mm -hmm. any other i mean i'm not a big ghost guy but i'm Mm -hmm. not going to tell this guy that it's probably not your dad as a ghost visiting you you're probably just on drugs but anyway any other time, I would have gone down on that ride with him. Like, your dad, man, you lost your dad. I feel that. But I'm currently not in a good spot. Right, right, right. Not the and time to hear about ghosts, you know? <laughs> he's telling me his dead dad visits him as a ghost, <laughs> and he's about to start crying, dude. And so I was like, I have to eject out of this, like, immediately. <laughs> and, I, and so I was like, I won't say his name. Let's just say his name was Brad. Mm-hmm. I said, Brad, I'm so sorry, dude, but I, I literally cannot continue this conversation. I have to leave now. <laughs> and so I get on the bus. All my, all my dudes... You know, it was just like my, my, some of my best friends. They're all on the bus and I'm sitting down and I'm trying to get off my 
boots that like lace up to my knee. All, like I'm wearing like rock star boots, you know, mm-hmm. and tight pants. And so I'm just trying to get these fucking boots off. And all my dudes are like, man, are you okay? They're like, pat me on the back. I'm like, no one touch me. No one talk to me. No one touch me. Not mm. in a good spot. I'm trying to get to the bunk immediately. I'm like, I got to get to my mm-hmm. bunk. I'm starting to get the spins. And mm. uh, everyone's oh, like being it. real cool. I end up not being able to get anything off. So I'm just like, and, and, and this is like wintertime. So boots, tight jeans, a shirt or two, some kind of cool jacket, some kind of hat. And <laughs> at this point in my life, I was wearing like a ring, like a skull ring on every finger. I had like seven rings on. And some of them had like, they were like bats with wings and stuff. I was going through <laughs> a weird thing. So I fell asleep on my stomach in my bunk, like kind of like, Oh, no, you know, they're like imprinted in I, your head. And I woke go. up and I, I had like cut my face with my fucking no. rings. <laughs> no, so that's, that's so miserable. Also, I love that you had on a shirt or two and some kind of jacket <laughs> and some kind of hat and was, 27 rings. I was buttoned up tight. Well, you know, I was looking like a guy that plays shows sometimes. And I hadn't, what I should have done is gotten into what I'm wearing now, which is shorts and a Mavs jersey. Take all the rings off, throw throw them in a well. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that was the last time that happened. So you can understand. Put those rings out for an offering to the deceased <laughs> grandparents that are hanging around and just ask ask them to not let you float off into the outer space while you're Oh, home. man. I know, I, so the next day, this guy, Brad, you know, clear states of mind. I said, dude, we were in the front lounge having breakfast. I said, man, I am so sorry about last night, dude. I'm really sorry. He had no recollection of any of it. Whoa. <laughs> Which is what those chemicals do. I mean, it kind of was just, all of it was just kind of doing what it's supposed to do. Yeah. I just shouldn't do it. Right. Right, right, right. And I, that's, I think that's part of growing up. Yeah. I, uh, I, I have some stories that don't involve 17 rings and, and two or three shirts and deceased parents, <laughs> but they are, they do involve um, panic and like a like a like a rapid realization that the situation the setting I'm in is not conducive to whatever's going on, and I need to get out, and I need to get to a bed. Um, that <laughs> and then it usually not usually like this happens a lot, but but if if it were to happen again, and and it has in the in moments in the past, it, it ends up with me cu- cuddled in a bed listening to Harry Potter, which mm. is the solution to all of my uh, you know unnecessary anxiety. If I just put Harry Potter on. Then I can escape into Harry Potter land and then, like an <clears throat> audiobook. Like what are we oh, talking yeah, a- here? Audiobook for sure. Does J.K. Rowling read those, or do they have like characters read them? No, or? Jim Dale. I mean, I think they have another dude that reads them, but I listen to the Jim Dale ones, and they're the they're the better ones, I think. And he does kind of character voices and whatever. It's it's Joe and I listen to it often, falling asleep at night for like twenty minutes. We'll listen to Harry Potter. It's the most comforting thing in the whole world. But I've listened to them so often now that I can almost recite them yeah i've toured with a guy who's his his like happy place go time is he puts the office on with headphones doesn't watch it just listens to episodes of the office and part of me is like that's really cute dude and part of me is like you need help you need help i have a friend who who who's like safe space is watching reruns of certain shows that she loves and it's just kind of that like it kind of it's the same thing as Harry Potter for me. It's like this world that I know, it's safe. And if I'm feeling anxious in my world, it's like a it's like a disconnect. It's like I can go, you know, as opposed to being like in silence and left to, to my own devices, which if I've ingested some marijuana as they call it, is probably mm-hmm. not that's what, what the kids call it actually, yeah. Yeah, that's what they call it. I think uh, it's imp- I mean, I say that about that guy listening to the office, but I literally go to sleep listening to music every night and sometimes 
like really aggressive. <laughs> I, I was rooming with one of with our bass player Johnny Sword, and I started listening to some Alice in Chains. His name is Johnny Sword. His real name is wow. Johnny Sword. How cool is that? He's got these big dagger tattoos. But I oh. guess I had fallen asleep really quickly, and he came in. He was like, "Yeah, dude, you were jamming." He's like, "I could hear it. Like, I could hear how loud it was." So I, I'm insane too. We all are. Isabel and I talk a lot about because now when her and I both shower, not together, but. We always listen to podcasts. In the shower. Oh yeah. I take my I take a podcast in the shower. I mean, I listen to a lot of sports podcasts, like and you know, sports is constantly everyday updating. So there's just a lot of content. And it's just like something to do. And I'm like, you know, I used to just take showers and just think thoughts and feel feelings. And I don't mm-hmm. know if I want to go back to that world. But the but we I mean Isabel talked about it because being alone with your thoughts, which is also called being bored. Mm you kind of work some stuff out when you're mm-hmm. like that. Like you, you're forced to just sort of think through problems because you're bored. You're like, what am I going to do? It's like, now everyone has a massive mega information machine, computer distraction machine. Yep. So no one can ever be bored again. Yeah. And no one, no one ever is sort of forced to deal with their feelings and thoughts. People can avoid forever if they want. Yeah. We just have a way to not yeah. do it. Cause it's kind of painful to do it. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. I don't have a solution. I'm just, I'm just highlighting a problem. Well, I, I'm with you. My my sometimes I, I love to just go on like long walks in the morning, um, and or jogs, but let's be honest, it's usually a walk. And yeah. I have to sometimes challenge myself to like, hey, don't listen to music, don't listen to a podcast, don't listen to the daily, just walk. And right. and if I can or even like and that's sometimes why I go to yoga is because there's nothing to listen to and I'm trapped for an hour just moving my body in my own head. And it is, it's like once I get past the first like 10 minutes of resistance, then it's great. But that first 10 minutes is like, oh, why did I sign up for this? This sucks. This is the worst. And then I get past that hump and I'm like, oh, it's nice over here. I cannot handle yoga because I cannot deal. And I'm telling you, existentially, cannot deal with the farting. Because <laughs> people who fart in yoga, right? <laughs> Really? Don't people just fart in yoga? Yeah. You're in these weird positions. You're like sucking in. You're Who are relaxing. you doing all this yoga with? I don't know that I've ever in my memory like had an episode of like that of my own for sure. But where I have witnessed that from someone else. I'm shocked. That must be an L.A. thing. L.A. They keep it all tied up. There. I mean, everyone's so zipped up over here. Everybody's <laughs> exactly. trying to be cool. It's exactly. ridiculous. Speaking of that, I just got back. Joe and I went to Austin, Texas for a week. And I love that city with every fiber of my being and it is the best part of, i've said this before but it's the best part of texas and the best part of los angeles and southern california like rolled into one it's it's casual and homey and chivalrous and relaxed and progressive and interesting and creative and it is all the all the bs from la it doesn't exist there at least not in my experience of it you know, of the like, we all got to like wear our cute hipster outfits and be the cute things and whatever. It's like, no, everybody was in jean shorts and tops. Like that was it. <laughs> jean shorts are really making a comeback. I When I moved to Los Angeles, and I was telling Joe this, when I moved to LA after college, I quickly realized I didn't know how to dress in Los Angeles. Like I didn't know how to dress myself for the fashion that was here. And I was like, gosh, what's wrong with me? Why don't I know how to dress myself? And then I went back to Austin this past week and I was like, oh, that's why. Because people in Austin and Texas are just like wearing jeans or jean shorts and cute tops and some pair of sandals and they like head out. There's no like, you know, wide brimmed hat with a scarf and a cute fanny pack and the wide legged cropped ankle boot jeans and the 
pants in the slack. Hey, you now you're just describing what I wore yesterday. Come on. <laughs> well, you do like to wear one or two shirts, a, a sweater, <laughs> some kind of hat, and 498 <laughs> rings. So And just you know. the tightest fucking jeans possible. Like, why did that? When did that happen? And why did it happen? Because now, guess what? I'm in too deep. I, you think I'm going to start wearing straight leg pants now all of a sudden? No. Mm-mm. There's no room for it, literally. Mm-mm. So it's just tight pants. Try putting a phone in your pocket. Impossible. Try getting a try getting a guitar pick out of your pocket. <laughs> Impossible. I mean, I wear skinny jeans, but are they? Which I've heard now is like not cool, but whatever. You can take my side part, my skinny jeans. I'm taking them to the grave. I feel like a lot of the L.A. kind of dipshit culture that got out of L.A. They went to Dallas. Mm, I feel like yeah, Dallas has yeah, yeah. an L.A. vibe. D- I have, I I totally agree with you. I've always felt like Dallas felt familiar. Like L.A. felt familiar because because it felt like SMU. It felt like Dallas. Yeah. Um, but uh, man, Austin has my heart, though. I can't wait to go back. I love it, too. As you know, I toured with our friend Bob Schneider for a mm-hmm. really long time and was I considered Austin almost like a second home oh, I love and it. Uh, got engaged in Austin. And I've spent many, many a night there. Did and you get engaged in Austin? I knew it was on at a show, but I didn't realize it was in Austin. Yeah, it was at Austin City Limits at oh, the Moody Theater. So fun. That's and fun. I was actually just there doing a gig at in the Moody Theater with Morgan, like the Matthew McConaughey and uh, Josh, Josh Ingram. John Ingram? Jack Ingram. Jack Ingram. They do some kind of charity show, and we did it at the Moody, and we were in the, the, the W Hotel bar, like right downstairs, and I was like, oh, man, this is kind of like, it wasn't an engagement party because none of our real friends were there, but we had like a post-show hang after we got engaged, and it was just so fun. It had a oh. lot of good, me- I have a lot of great memories associated with Austin. That's Check amazing. out this Matthew McConaughey show we played, though. So him and Jack Ingram and the coach of, I think, UT do this charity. It was awesome. It was like packed house. Me and Morgan did an acoustic set. But Matthew McConaughey and Jack and the other guy, who I think is a big Texas celebrity, but I didn't know him. Sorry. I apologize. How dare you? They sit on stage with you on stools and watch your whole set sitting right by you. And I was sitting to the left of Morgan. And you know, <clears throat> I'm a I'm a dutiful band leader and side guy. I, I look at the artists I play with a lot just to make sure I'm singing right with them and you know just mm-hmm. taking care of everything you know but in across, right <laughs> like past her in my eye line is matthew mcconaughey who i guess is just generally considered one of the most beautiful men in the world he's very handsome like he had all the women backstage like really freaking out and he was doing very little he just a look a nod a wink a smile tight jeans i mean try getting a guitar pick out of those jeans I will. Hopefully, I will one day get that opportunity. Maybe we'll drink some of his whiskey together and roll around together in a in a bus. But I did think, like, he thinks I'm looking at him, and mm-hmm. you know, I'm not enthralled with Matthew McConaughey. Generally, right. generally speaking, uh, you know, a straight man, and uh, I'm looking at my buddy, my artist friend Morgan. But I think he thought I was just staring at him the whole show, and I wanted to tell him. Like, I wanted to find a moment in the show to be like, "Hey, Matthew, I, just FYI." It was real weird that you guys were sitting on stage with us, <laughs> kind of right behind us a little bit. Just real weird. And I just want you to know I wasn't staring at you the whole time because that would be weird. And yeah. I wonder what he would say to that. I don't know. I never got the opportunity. Well, I hope that he listens. Is I think he probably listens to these and or will soon. Uh, and then he'll know. Well, the other thing is the night I got engaged at Austin City Limits with Bob Schneider, he was in the crowd. And oh I actually did talk to him after that, but that was in 2012, I think. And the other funny thing is there was a famous director there. I guess I won't say who. Should I say who it is? Does it matter? I mean, if it's a Texas famous director, we all know who you're talking about. Okay. So it was Robert Rodriguez. He was there. And a huge fan of his movies, but he was in the crowd too. 
and we we did see him at the after party and he goes oh man you were he's like you were the dude on the stage that got engaged right and i was like yeah he was like dude that was beautiful it was amazing and then he goes he pauses he goes so are you gonna do it <laughs> and i was like i was like do what he's like you're gonna go through with it i was like get married to my fiance yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, that's what that was. Did dude. he think it was just like spur of the moment? Like, I'm really feeling this concert. I guess I should I go for it. I, I've so only funny. hung out with him a few times. Like, I don't really have a good sense of like his humor or like his vibe. Yeah. I think he was being funny. Mm, okay. I think he was trying to be funny. So a friend of mine did a, a show with him where she made a short film with like a handful of dollars and his guidance. It was a reality show. And so she's oh, cool. pals with him. Yeah. So I've, I've heard really, really good things, but um. For what it's worth, I'm glad you went through with it, you know? <laughs> yeah, me too. You, I'm glad you made it happen. Look at this beautiful life you have. I know. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Well, so we are ostensibly here on the Happy Hour Hangout where I'm drinking a Diet Coke. You're drinking, and I'm putting air quotes up, coffee. Coffee. We know the black tar heroine's in there. That's But we right. want to talk about, well, I'm going to let you drive the ship, but we want to talk about the Patreon because we got some patrons, which we're going to say thank you to them. And yeah, we got some yeah. emails. We do. Which, by the way, I'm not sure if the email address has been wrong or have been proliferating it incorrectly, but it's A to Z, Clint and Katie at Gmail, right? That's right. And it, I checked it. It's now fixed on the episodes, so it's all good. It yeah. is, and it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. So Praise it God. works. Emails are coming in. We're sorry for the the typo, but it's A to Z, Clint and Katie at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. So we've got a, we've got a couple of things going on. Uh, first of all, we have some new. Pa- now, patrons, patrons, patreons. What do you call it when it's the person? I call them patrons. Patrons. And, okay. Uh, the, now they're a part of the umbrella of the Patreon. Patreon. They're in the Patreon like, family, right? But they're patrons. They pay. They're patrons. Okay. Because they patronize our podcast. That's right. Well, we've got uh, a, a few. One of them. Shout out to Stacy Sutton because she Hi, was Stacey. our number one patron. She was our You're very first one. one. You're number one. Yeah, Stacy. And then we have uh, Jeff Hutchinson. So hello to Jeff. We Hi, Jeff. You. Thank you, Jeff. And then we have uh, one, uh, Joseph E. Booth, um, who I have a personal affection for because he's my <laughs> hot boyfriend. Um, but he's also supporting the pod from down the hall. Hey, Joe. Thank you. I got to say, too, because I'm, I'm guessing Joe listens. I saw the pictures of you guys in Austin. Several pictures of Joe. Yeah. Shirtless. Um, and he's a... He's a hottie. He is. He is a hottie. That's true. He's he's a hottie in inside and out. I saw those pictures. I was like, all right, Katie, have That's some right. fun over there That's with right. old Joe. That's right. I'm, On I'm, a boat in the water somewhere. I'm not hitching my wagon to somebody and pretty to look at and, and treat me right and all that good stuff. He's the best. He's the best. Uh, so thank you to Stacy, to Jeff, and to Joe for Thanks, supporting guys. us. We're super, super grateful. And then we've got some emails. We've got uh, one from Stacy, who is uh, who I have a, a connection with because she's also clearly a big Bob Schneider fan, and I also love his music. Um, and so she writes, <clears throat> "I'm curious, was Bob Schneider's Katie a song that maybe Katie requested or paid through the pledge to have her name in the song?" Thanks. Yes, Stacy, it is. <laughs> Here, but I doubt it's gonna happen. It's a bummer because you know it's nights like this. 
just right The bugs aren't biting Alright, it's not off when it is It's nice to be alive It's nice to be alive Well, so he, he he did like a thing with the, there was a tier where you could support the album and uh, at a certain level and he would write a song with your name in it, yeah, right? Yeah, he would put your name in a song. And uh, and so I did that because like what's cooler than having one of your favorite musicians put your name in a song and uh, got a great song out of it. It's one of my I favorites. I love the song. I don't know if I've ever told you, but that's one of my favorites to play live. He has a few songs that are kind of in that world. There's mm-hmm. a song called End of the Sun. Hmm. That was on an album I made with him called King Kong. Yep. But I like I like Katie the best, and so it's a good one. Y- you know, when we played together, there's never a set list. So you, you, I used to beg him to just tell me the first three songs so I could like get bearings on the show, which, as you can imagine, he would never do. But whenever he starts Katie, I'm like, oh hell yeah, because it's kind of a fun, raucous country. Texas yeah. country sounding it's song. It's a good you vibe. Know? It's it's a really good vibe. It's like it's the it's the some of my best my favorite parts of his songwriting, which is like it's like sweet and fun and loud and they're soft. It's like really a good um, a good mix. Uh, so I like it a lot too. He's really great at being sweet in his songs. I've never really figured that out. I don't think that's true. I think on your vampire album, you got a lot of sweetness. <sighs> that dandelion I to... song, I, I oh, like dandelion on... is sweet. Yeah, yeah, that's a really sweet one. Dandelion, my heart is broke when you are near me. I ain't lying. And if you're up and gone, when I wake you far away, then let me know if you're coming home. Don't leave me alone. to say that song is about a totally insane person who's never even met the girl he's singing about i mean who knows what songs are about <laughs> if it's if it if it hits the listeners that's and, true and, you know i mean let's be david lynch about it we don't know we don't know what anything you about. like dandelion because i sing about texas in that song i like i just remember the very when I, I remember the first time i heard that song i was in an airport and it was the very beginning of the song like the very first like eight beats or 16 beats or whatever it was and i was like hooked Nice. Yeah, that's a good one. Very cool. Well, thank you for the email, Stacy. Okay, so we have, uh, I'm not sure how you say his last name, Anand? Oh, Bobby Anand. Anand. Yeah, Bobby he's, Anand. A, he's a friend of Metal Up Your Podcast and a friend of mine and Ethan's, and so it's cool that he's, he's hanging out with the A to Z crowd as well. Sweet. Hi, Bobby. Okay, so he wrote an email. He's got a lot of good stuff in here. I'm going to kind of, um, uh, I'm going to read some of it. He says, hello, Clinton, Katie. No inside jokes for addressing you both yet, right? Which, no, but we should work on that. Sure. Um, and he talks about he went to go see She and Him at the Ford Amphitheater. And uh, a lot of what was going on on stage was reminding him of what Clint does with your songwriting efforts, Clint, which is really sweet. Which that's that's really complimentary because I believe the, the male part of She and Him is M. Ward, which I don't know if yep. you ever listened to M. Ward, Katie, but. Yeah, I don't, I, I but don't. I now I will. He he's um 
kind of quirky indie singer songwritery, but good stuff. Kind of dark, nebulous lyrics, but good stuff. But the she and him thing is M Ward with Zoe Deschanel, who oh, that's is right. one that's of your doppelgangers. That's right. Um, I knew I had recognized that band name. Yeah, he says that he did it. It ended up doing a deep dive on M Ward and all the alt country stuff, and that that's what reminded yeah. him of you, which is cool. That and is cool. Thank you. Then skipping down a bit, he wanted to just to let us know, like, great job in the episodes that he's heard thus far. And then he says that we have a similar chemistry to how uh, you and Ethan, Clint, how you and Ethan on uh, Metal Up Your Podcast, you know, the chemistry y'all have, which is cool. And that he hopes we catch on in the same way that Metal Up Your Podcast has. I also do, because I know y'all are doing great over there. And then, um, yeah, and then he says, bye. And then he says, no New Jersey jokes on this podcast, right? I don't, <laughs> I don't have, do we need a New Jersey joke? Well, <clears throat> the New Jersey joke is, very early in the middle of your podcast, someone wrote us from like a really crazy part of the world. And we were mm-hmm. jokingly like, I don't even know where that is. It was like Poland or something. And we were sort of jokingly like, where is that? And Ethan, you know, rapid fire said New Jersey. <laughs> and so now anytime anyone writes in, they and we get people writing in from all over the world, you know, from like Croatia and they always put New Jersey. That's funny. So we have this whole New Jersey joke. Um, here's what's interesting about him saying we have similar chemistry because here's what it is you katie featherston are a sweetie pie me i'm a grumpy surly man and it's the peanut butter and the jelly and ethan is a sweetie pie too so i think he's just identifying that like you're the sweet i'm the salty and together we make a nice uh a nice sandwich yeah and here's what i'll also say to that is that we're underneath your surliness you're also very sweet and underneath my sweetness Oh, Anger. I'm salty. Red so, hot. So, yeah. So, it, it's it's just what's showing up in the moment. And predominantly, this is how it works. Thank you for the email, Bobby. It's good to have yeah. you over here with us, dude. I did want to read you. So, Metal Up Your Podcast, we have a Discord server. Do you know what that is? It's basically like a, a message board. Cool. And it's where p- people who listen to our show can talk about our show. But they also talk about a lot of other things. Like current music, current events, politics, other bands, tours they're seeing, gear they're some of them are musicians. Yeah. Well, there's a whole little sub Reddit or sub forum called Clint Project. So it's like Vampire, Lunar Satan, or this my new album going Supernova. And then also like our podcast we I put on there. Mm-hmm. And so the Eraserhead episode came out. <laughs> and a friend of mine named Van said, great episode. Um, it's been a few years since I've watched it. So I'm going to get Eraserhead out again. Also, what a great partner you have for the show where she will talk patiently and respectfully with you while also being honest and plainly saying how unpleasant she found it. (laughs) And then my friend Zach chimed in and said, yeah, it was really cool to hear her takes on it. It's been really cool to listen to this with Katie as your co-host. I have such fond memories of going to see the Paranormal Activity movies in high school. So That's so cool. A couple of those guys over there checking us out every couple of weeks. I love it. I love it. Honing in on, you know, the balance that we bring each other for sure. I dig that. That's great. Um, Okay, we have one more email. This is from Matt Owen. And Matt says, Hi, Katie and Clint. Just a short note to say how much I'm enjoying your podcast. Y'all are refreshing, funny, charismatic. uh, And I'm enjoying your honest and intelligent insights. Thanks so much. Um, I know you are both talented musicians, among other things. Have you ever considered collaborating together? Mm. Um, you seem to have the kind of solid relationship that might, that could maybe be useful in creating fruitful a fruitful songwriting partnership. Anyway... I'm also a songwriter based in the south coast of England. Uh, and then he gives us some info on his latest EP. Um, oh, cool. Is yeah. it just under his name? It's not. See, if you can, if you fancy a listen, here's my band's latest EP. Um, and then there's a link. 
But he says the song, if you're going to only listen to one song, try 20,000 Streets. So it's definitely Matt Owen, and the song is 20,000 Streets. Okay, I'll check it out for sure. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, Well, we have collaborated, and this actually is going to tie us into a little bit of the Patreon stuff. So Katie and I made an EP together. Oh, man, was this... I don't even remember when it was. It was like 2014-ish, yeah. So you had a batch of songs. We were sharing songs, and Mm -hmm. you had a batch of songs that I thought were really good. And I think maybe we co-wrote two or three of them, but they were mostly your songs. So I started writing songwriting on a whim and you, and I would send them to you occasionally and you like really like were super supportive. And sometimes you'd give me like assignments and then I'd go back and I'd like use that to kind of like expand. And then, yeah. And then at some point you, we were sharing songs and then you were like, Hey, some of these are like good. Like let's, let's record one and see how it goes. And then that turned into recording. And then, yeah, we did, you did like on half of them. We, uh, you helped me kind of make them better and like get it to that next level. Which I didn't do much. They're mostly your songs. I mean, I think I maybe help with a verse or a bridge or, or whatever, a musical moment. But that stuff so, is like, you're in the room, you're, you know, like that stuff's important. Yeah, like, really. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really proud of it. So you came to town. We made the record with my friend Brian Murphy. And we mostly all just made it together. But we, my friend Dave Racine, who had been drumming with me in the band Duga, mm-hmm. who you came and saw. We played at Hollywood Bowl. You came to mm-hmm. one of those shows, I think. He came and played some drums. My friend Kristen Weber, who is so great, did strings oh and some, I think some harmonies on the record. So we made an EP. My friend Hunter Barrow, who he works for the Property Brothers now, but he's a great graphic artist. He did he did the artwork for Lunar Satan for Vampire. He's doing Gong Supernova. He did your artwork. Mm-hmm. So we have an EP that we made called Here With Me. And for the first time ever available on CD that we're sending to patrons. I just held it up into the into the Zoom screen that we're on as no if one can the see. listeners could be like, oh, look, there it is. No one can see it. No one can see it because this is a <laughs> well, podcast, Katie. <laughs> this is an audio format. Yeah, that's right. Well, so how does it work on the Patreon? What are the tiers and yeah. who gets what, et cetera? Yes. So this was just kind of, so we have a Patreon, a, pa- a Patreon. We'd love you to be patrons of uh, if you want to support the pod. And there's three levels. Uh, level one is $5 a month, you book the audition, and you uh, get our eternal love. You get a shout out on this uh, Happy Hour Hangout podcast. The $10 a month tier is, oops, this might be a podcast, where you get a shout out. And then you also receive the limited edition signed CD of my EP, which Clint produced and helped write. And so we'll both sign that and we'll send it to you. And then the last tier is the $25 a month tier, slinging guitar on a mountaintop. And you get all the stuff we just talked about. And you get an official A to Z magnet, a signed limited CD of Clint's album Vampire, and then a vinyl copy of Clint's uh, Space Odyssey Lunar Satan. So that's pretty cool value there. 25 bucks, you get, you get both CDs, you get a magnet, you get Lunar Satan, yeah. all of it signed. Plus our Undying Love. We can't sleep on that because yeah. Undying Love is quite valuable in I fact mean, yeah. i might even wager that it's invaluable i think it is invaluable so much love is conditional so if you can have unconditional undying love i think yeah. that's worth its weight in gold so that's it over there and the happy hour hangouts are kind of where we just get to riff it's what we call over my metal podcast land a bit we call it tangent city they're a bit of tangent city oh, i like got, it you, you know it's fun it's easy yeah. next time at tangent city i'm gonna i'm gonna wear twenty seven thousand skull rings I'll let you borrow some of mine. They're around here somewhere. I haven't worn them in a long time, but Hmm. um, mistake. Yeah, these are going to be fun. If you want to write into the show, a to z, Clint and Katie at gmail.com. We're going to read all your emails. Um, We're definitely going to shout you out uh, if you're joining the Patreon. 
And I think we're going to even maybe turn these occasionally into some Zoom hangs as well. So yeah, it's all happening. Also, patrons are going to help us decide all of the topics for the next season. Yeah. So that's all fun sauce. I'm excited about it. I'm excited people Mm -hmm. are listening and checking it out. Thanks again to the people who are jumping on the, the Patreon ride. We're definitely not trying to get rich on it. We're just trying to cover all the associated costs with running a podcast to help it yeah. make sense for us to devote all of our time to it so that we can give you guys some good entertaining content. So That's right. And we appreciate you guys. Also, you know, if you just want to like go over and click the five stars and 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 give us a, a review, if it's a five-star review, if it's a one-star review, then just email us and let us know our, your thoughts on that and I can send you a hug via email. But don't put that on the internet. Yeah, that's if you're not going to leave the five-star review, just don't do it, period. <clears throat> it's easy. Just move on if you don't like it. That's what I do. That's what people should do. But if you do like it, uh, it's the easiest and, and freest way to support the show is to right. tell, a, tell a buddy about it or put it on your social media and to leave a five-star review. It's it's easy. It's easy, and we, we love you all, and we like hanging out. And Clint, I appreciate you. You're an awesome dude. I'm happy to see your face today. Thanks. I, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel the same as you, is what I meant to say. Not that I agree with you. <laughs> I, I am, am an, an awesome dude. dude. You know what? I think you should own that. You are. I meant to ping it back to you. I meant to compliment you as well. I am also an awesome dude. Thank you. Yeah. Well, it's 2022. So you never know. You never That's know. True. All right. Well, we love you guys. We'll see you <laughs> in the flip flop. Next week is, uh, what's the next episode? F is for um, fear. Fear. Wow. Let's get into it. All right. Well, we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. A to Z with Clint and Katie is recorded in Los Angeles, California and Nashville, Tennessee, and is produced by Clint Wills. Consider joining us on Patreon for as little as $5 a month for access to exclusive content. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Katie and Clint, or send us an email to A to Z Clint and Katie at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.